0: This is the 77 WABC Minicast. Good morrow, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm superstar Frank Morano. One of the things that we have talked about a great deal over the three years that we've been doing this program is local news and the importance of local news outlets And how more and more small and mid-sized communities, even some larger communities, are gradually becoming news deserts. Even in cities like New York or Los Angeles, which used to be well-served by many local news outlets, it's down to only a handful. And a lot of those news outlets aren't what they once were. And I have said repeatedly that I think this is a big problem because if people don't know what's going on, they're going to get ripped off. And it's not just a question of political corruption, although that's a big part of it. It's electing dishonest people. But there are issues that go far beyond politics. If you don't know what's going on in your backyard, you don't know what's going on in your backyard. And I fear that we're getting to a point where, in New York, for instance, it's easier to find out what's going on in Baghdad than it is what's going on in Brooklyn. Now, that's changed a little bit in New York because there's been a couple of uh, news outlets that have really stepped up, both for-profit news outlets and not-for-profit news outlets. But there are local newspapers closing on almost a weekly basis and it's a big problem. One of the one of the things that came out during the George Santos election was how negligent the main newspaper in that community Newsday was in reporting on how dishonest George Santos was about almost every aspect of his biography. There was one local news outlet that did report that a lot of his story didn't check out, but That news outlet didn't necessarily break through to enough voters to make any sort of a difference. So I have wondered what can be done about this. Some people have offered different suggestions and we've had different guests on over the years talking about what can be done about this. Let me tell you what Washington, D.C. is doing. And then tell me if you'd like this to be done in your city. And if you don't like this approach, I want you to come armed with your own approach. D.C. City Council members have introduced a first-of-its-kind bill, not just in Washington, D.C., but in the whole country, that would issue government-funded vouchers to city residents to donate to local journalism outlets of their choice. The bill, if passed, would mark the first time in American history that a local news voucher program would be implemented by a local government in the United States. Stephen Waldman, who is a longtime local news advocate who's leading a coalition of hundreds of local outlets to to advocate for the tax credits, he said this is a big step forward. So how this would work... According to the council members that are sponsoring this, Janice Lewis-George and Brianne Nadeau, they introduced the Local News Funding Act on Monday, and the legislation would allocate $11 million annually to local news subsidies for D.C.'s roughly 670,000 residents. Residents could use those vouchers to support any local news outlet of their choice with the exception of local TV companies. So I guess they could use it for radio. I guess they could use it for newspapers. I guess they could use it for a local D.C. news website, anything except television. The money must be used to support non-paywalled content. News organizations will be required to create a separate bank account to accept voucher funds from residents. So this new bill is part of a broader effort by local governments to find innovative ways to support local journalism, including issuing tax credits, funding fellowship programs, and government advertising subsidies. This bill is going to need the support of seven out of D.C.'s 13 city council members. So, so far, they have two. So, we don't know how close they are to getting that magic number of seven. I'm curious what you think about this, of taxpayer government, taxpayer dollars going to support private news entities. Now, it doesn't have to be private. It could be a nonprofit news entity. In New York City, for instance, one of the best nonprofit, uh, one of the best news operations around is a nonprofit news entity called The City. I'm not sure. I I think you could, as long as there's no paywall, give directly to The City. But it could also be for a for-profit company. In Maryland, for instance, in Baltimore, WCBM, the station we're being heard on right now, they do a great job. Covering local news, local um, commentary, as does KWAM, the mighty 990 in Tennessee. So you would be able to, if they had this in your city, you'd be able to give money to one of the media outlets of your choosing and help them stay in business. Help them not have to lay off reporters. Help them maybe hire a new reporter. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storefronts,